Hey, hey, welcome in to the Bench Bros Podcast. We're glad you could join us today as we're a bunch of sports junkies being about the hottest topics going around the world of sports. I'm Wesley Splain. Anthony Vertini's here. Brandon Farrell is here. Guys, what's happening? What up, what up, what up? What's up, guys? Sunday, baby. Football. Sunday fun day. It's a great day. Great day. All of our teams won. Yes. Who had the biggest win, though? Broncos over the Patriots or the Giants over the Washington? Giants. Man, I should have stuck with the Broncos with the upset this week. It got canceled last week. They dominated New England. It wasn't even close. Well, like, they they couldn't score a freaking touchdown. So it was all – I think Brandon McManus had, like, six field goals. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) So – New England came driving back, but they stalled again. Like, I think the Denver defense forced, like, three-plus turnovers. Picked off Cam a couple times and had a fumble on him. Cam Newton was back in? I didn't want Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have a good game at all. Both quarterbacks did not play good. I mean, they both threw picks. They didn't get like 200 yards. I kind of expected Drew to struggle a bit for his first game coming back, though. So, it is what it is. But, all right, let's get into it. Some of the big games today, we had the Titans beating the Texans in overtime. Derrick Henry is an absolute monster. Yeah, he and, is. Uh, he's the guy that you, this year. 200-plus yards? 222, He had one huge run, like a 95-yard run. He, he's a stud. Like, if Tennessee finishes with, like, a good record, you could really put him in the MVP conversation. I, Who, Derek Henry? Not, I, I think he should be yeah. there already. 100%. Honestly. Yeah, absolutely should be in there. I mean, you got to look. I'm not even looking at position so much. I'm just looking at talent. Who else's name has been popping up besides Derrick Henry this year? I've seen him all over the place so far. And Tannehill has been having a year, too. Yeah, that offense is playing really, really well. That team, that team, I mean, they're going to win the AFC South. I don't see the Colts even coming close. The Texans gave them a good blow today. Deshaun Watson looks pretty good. Um, but, yeah, this, this team is clearly front runners. It wouldn't shock me if they go back to the AFC Championship again. No, it wouldn't, wouldn't for me either, honestly. It's just the defense needs to t- tune up a little bit. And, like, Rabel will get that adjusted as the season goes on because they got playmakers on that side of the ball. They just can't rush the passer. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike Burbrell is a defensive coach. Vrabel. It, Vrabel. Va- I know Vabril. a lot of people. Vabril. Yeah. Verbal? Mike, Mike Vrabel. Vrabel? Fuck. Now I'm going to get stuck. <laughs> it's like a – it's like a, it's – Sped last name. Like variables. Variable. It's a variable, variable. last name. <laughs> yeah, he is a variable last name. Mike All right, some variables. other some other games that are uh big time. The Buccaneers are absolutely blowing out the Green Bay Packers. It's not even close. Right now it's thirty eight to ten in the fourth quarter. Rilo Jones is having himself a day on the ground. Um, the Giants got their first win. The Ravens almost blew a lead to the Eagles, but they ended up winning 30-28. to 28. Falcons got their first win as well, and that leaves the Jets to be the last 
winless team in the NFL. So anything from this Sunday you guys want to touch on? The end of that Ravens Eagles game was that was just a bad. I don't know if you guys watched it, but there was a bad pass interference call um, on Patrick Peterson at the end of the game that set the was Eagles it, up. To was it Marcus Peters? Yeah, yeah, Marcus Peters. I'm sorry. Yeah, they were hand fighting. Uh, it was an underthrown ball, and they were hand fighting for it, and they called a pass interference that set the Eagles up for a touchdown. Um, I think that was a bad call, but um, <laughs> I was happy the Eagles weren't able to get the two point conversion. I don't know what to make of the Eagles. They're, they're a rebuilding team for sure, but they just but, don't die. I just, man, I, they, they haven't really lost that many pieces, though. Right, but like you look at that receiving core, it is a lot of young guys, and then the offensive line is just banged up too. And I don't know much about the defense, but they got no linebackers that can play well. But absolutely none. Well, they've never really had a secondary either. Their secondary gets burned pretty bad. Yeah. Darius Slay is the only one that keeps keeps like the good work on that side of the ball. And they but got rid of Jenkins. Wentz didn't even look that great either today. And then no, you're going to have nobody... the Eagles faithful going, oh, it's because he doesn't have receivers. They're dropping the ball. He's getting rushed all the dang time. It's like, well, yeah, you you got to play good no matter what. Yeah, I mean, I I don't even think people really know what to make of once this season. I mean, he just has not played well at all. Mm-mm. I feel like there's a lot of teams having very up-and-down seasons that you don't really expect. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, too, just – I just felt like he'd have definitely a better game against this Buccaneers team. I mean, I know you're playing Tom Brady, but you he's been with the Packers for many years, and this is Brady's first year with the Buccaneers, and they're just they're tossing his team around. I mean, Rodgers is actually benched right now. They threw in their backup. Yeah, it's kind of like pulling the goalie, just like save him. Mm-hmm. Just like having a bad day out there. I kind of expected this from Green Bay, though. Green Bay wasn't going to be stellar all year. It's it's kind of like with the Bills, with the uh, um, Tennessee Titans. You know, they're going to have that hard. one bad game. Yeah, it's very hard to just push through the NFL season 16-0. And this is a desperate game for the Buccaneers, too, especially from last Thursday where they just got penalized and lost to the Bears. Like, this was like a big game for them. Discipline. Discipline is huge. It's helped them a ton. I mean, that's why they're winning right now. I I still think they can win the AFC South because I'm not big uh, Saints guy. I, I really don't think the Saints are going to do well. But who, who's Without, the quarterback? They didn't put Jordan Love in? Who's this guy? Tim, Tim something. Tim, I don't even know. Boyle? I don't even know. I don't know who this is. I don't know why they would have put in Jordan Love. I have no idea who this dude is. I've never heard of this dude. He said he went to like Eastern Kentucky or something. Uh, there you go. I may Great be completely school. wrong. Great reputable school. They pump out a lot Every- of talent. Powerhouse. <laughs> Just a football yeah. factory. Yeah. Bill Belichick <laughs> and Urban Meyer used to coach there together. It's a football it's a football factory, like Wes said. Just like Ford is a is a is a dominant you know, car factory. They're 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 a dominant football factory. It's very very similar. Very similar. They have more. They have more championship rings than the New York Yankees. They just stack yes. them on the tables. Yep. And Boston Bruins combined. Can't be. Stopped. <laughs> All 
Well, another dud too was the Cleveland Browns laying a goose egg against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not really a goose egg. They didn't get shut out, but it wasn't even close. And Pittsburgh totally dominated them. So I will ask up. this. Or not go for it. No, I was just gonna say the two games that a lot everyone had their eye on this week, um, Green Bay and Tampa Bay, and then Browns and Steelers were kind of duds. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate how those games kind of shaped up. But we got tomorrow night with the Bills and the uh, Chiefs. That should be better. Hopefully. One can only hope. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to ask this to you guys. Like, we're good a quarter of the way or like a third of the way through the NFL season. Who are the teams that are sticking out that could be like Super Bowl front runners or like the best teams in the NFL? Dude. I don't want to like sleep on the Colts right now, but this team is just like winning games. Uh, they're kind of like very under the radar this year with um, with Philip Rivers. I don't think they're going to make it Super Bowl, but they may give them a chance. I mean, they may be a playoff team at four and two right now. Like I said, I haven't really watched much of them, but I just know from watching the Red Zone just the stats of Philip Rivers, and I just think they're playing good ball. But you're talking about who we think is going to be a playoff team or a Super Bowl contender. Like, who are the top team? Who are the top, top teams, teams that are really impressive right now? That you're like, wow, this team can make some noise in January and February. Jets. Certainly. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna make some noise in January and February with who they're gonna bring nope. in as a head coach. Nobody even <laughs> laughed at that. It was that bad. Yeah, no, dude, they need to get rid of Gase. They'll make noise when they're watching the playoffs from their TVs. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> they'll be making some noise there, but I mean, the players right saying, "Get me out of New York." I think yeah, everyone from New York's going to request a trade in the offseason. <laughs> uh, Titans, Ravens, obviously, top two top teams. I think the Rams may fall off a little bit right now. They are four and one. I, I still believe in my Bills. I still believe in them and the Chiefs as well. I think those are top four teams right now. Um. Yeah, that's that's who I pretty much go with, and Steelers are sitting at five and zero. I really haven't watched them though, um, but yeah, they're sitting in at five and zero. Uh, so yeah, I'd say like those those top five teams. I think two teams that have really surprised me and probably surprised quite a few people coming into the season, um, like we were talking about earlier, the Titans and and the Steelers. Um, Steelers you know, are surprising. Yeah, Ben Roethlis come. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger coming back off an injury. Ben Roethlis come. His... <laughs> <laughs> Mike the variables. Is that what I said? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, no, you no, didn't no. say that. Come on. You said Roethlis come. No, he no, said Roethlis something, and then said coming into the season. Uh, it's fine. Um, yeah, but him coming back after an injury on his throwing shoulder. Um, their offenses look good. Their defense has been inc- uh, incredible. Um, I think the Steelers and the Titans are, are my two up two teams right now as far as how well they've been playing. Is it wrong to say though that the uh, Colts are kind of a little bit of a sleeper team? And I mean, yeah, the, I, I don't do. want to get into the Bears, but they're five and one. But I don't believe in the Bears. I mean, it's been so many years this team is struggling. But uh, you think they're like? You don't think they're a sleeper team? I kind of, I don't know. No, I, just... I don't. They were down twenty-one to nothing against Cincinnati really quick, and they came back Cincinnati's in one game, defense. So... 
the Cincinnati's defense let up that game. Like they really did. They let a lot of uh, plays go. Um, a lot of receivers were open and stuff for Indianapolis. They still don't utilize Jonathan Taylor to the fullest degree. I still don't understand what they're doing. But um, I feel like if they play against good teams, they're they're not going to do so well. And that's kind of proven with their two losses, even though they lost to Jacksonville. And who else did they lose to? I think Browns. they Yeah. Browns. Yeah. Like the Browns were probably the only good team on that schedule. I don't really count the Bears game as much because they couldn't do anything against the Bears either. Yeah. Yeah, I guess when you put it in that, that aspect about teams that they've played. Like, wait until they play Tennessee and see how much of a difference it is when they're trying to, like, stop Derrick Henry. All I can say is after, I think it was two years ago, when the Bills lost. No, when the Bills beat the Vikings, the Vikings were, like, the best team in the league undefeated. The Bills just, like, shit on them. Like, they, I think they won, like, 27-3. to and Josh, um, who's the quarterback? Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Josh mm-hmm. Allen was like hurling dudes. After that game, my mindset in the NFL completely changed. So, like, I will never doubt. I, I feel like you could put, seriously, I mean, not I can't say the Jets, but put one of the teams on the lower end to play one of the better teams in the league and beat them after seeing that. So I have faith in any of these teams to win games, literally besides the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, no. They didn't score one one point today. Like, what do you even do as a franchise? Like, <sighs> you're already to the bottom. I think they're targeting zero sixteen. I really think so. Like, what's the direction? Trevor Lawrence is not going to transform that franchise around if they really think that. They need a lot of pieces. It's just random. It's random. They picked up Joe Flacco for quarterback, Frank Gore for running back. It's just random. It's just like, if you don't have a job, we'll take you, come here, play. I'm not going to coach you, and just, like, good luck. Like, you're picking up veterans, and that's great and all, but, like, what what is your goal? Your goal to win games or just to fill the roster? I'm even saying for, like, the future, for a roster standpoint, who do they have besides Jamison Crowder on offense? And, like, on defense, they kind of don't really have anybody either. They traded away Jamal Adams. I don't know what their cap cap situation is, but I'm sure it's not good. So it's I like, mean, how, Sam, how do you prepare for the future? And, like, Sam Darnold as your quarterback? Well, if they get the first overall pick, I'm sure it's going to be Trevor Lawrence every single day. Like, they'll pick him over Sam Darnold all the time. You got Sam Ficken at, at kicker, so he's a stud. That's 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 something. Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah, we yeah, got a good got kicker. Yeah, you got a decent <laughs> kicker though. Yeah, like Brandon, you see what I'm saying? I don't know what the direction of the Jets is going to be if they can get out of this mess. I really have no answer for that. Um, uh, to be, uh, they're just digging six. themselves deeper. Sorry, to- Brandon. No, you're good. But to be 0-6 and, and you're, Adam Gase is, is still at the helm of things. And uh, and we've seen these coaches, Bill O'Brien, Dan Quinn, fired after 0-4 starts. Adam yeah. Gase is now 0-6. And he, uh, clearly they're, they're, they, they, they don't have faith in this guy. I know they don't have faith in this guy as a head coach. 
they're they're doing something to to get a high draft pick now. I'm assuming. Um, that maybe they're going to keep him there until they hit like 0 and 10, or, or maybe they'll go 0 and 16. I don't know, but uh, they're definitely going to get a number one or two pick in the draft. You have to care to win games. They don't care. Simply put, nobody cares. The defense looked like the only thing out there today that actually tried. Offense was awful. Joe Flacco ran back 31 yards. That was the best play I've ever seen. Adam Gase, I think, coached with no headset on today. He Thank just, God like, he's not a Bronco stand, anymore. Stand, stood on the sideline. Well, and, and, and another quick point. We, there's no proven track record of quarterbacks coming to New York. Uh, especially right out of the NFL draft and, and being winning winning quarterbacks. I mean, we've seen what's happened to uh, – look at Sam Darnold now. I mean, he was good in college, and now he's <laughs> – I don't know what the hell is going on with him. Uh, is, it, is it the Jets? Is it the Jets quarterback situation? I don't know. Are they cursed at quarterback? Because they never seem to find a quarterback that could win them games. Well, I don't even think – if you're a head coach, like looking for a job or a coordinator looking for a head coaching job and stuff, who's going to want the Jets job? It just seems like an unwinnable situation for like I'm a, any success. Okay, let me blow your mind right now because as you playing defense and being the football player, me being the coach, I want that Jets job. As a head coach, I want that job because I need my goal here is so easy. Turn that program upside down. And just win climbing. a game. That's it. Yeah, that's all you need. Instill that little bit of uh, inspiration and motivation in your players. Look, guys, we won one game. That means we can win 15 more. And if you haven't won a game, you can win a game. Any game is winnable. So, like, my job as head coach is, like, personally, I want that job because I want to be able to work and instill this work ethic in my players to push to win games. And not to not and not to be lazy. I mean, anybody is better than Adam Gase right now, dude. Anybody can go in there. Anybody, like versus, can go in there and probably pull out a win. Well, let's not let's not overblow this here. <laughs> but oh, come on, dude. Versus can pull out a win. <laughs> if if versus is your head coach, are you gonna lose to that? Are you gonna lose for your head coach? You would do anything, dude. Imagine would... his pregame speech. Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, go in there, drink Daddy Daddy, and uh, just win a game. Just bo- no, he just bongs and bongs a beer, and he's just like, "All right, <laughs> let's go." Gets on one knee, <laughs> bongs it. Oh, dude. oh man! I'm serious though. Like on a serious note, if I'm the head coach, I want that job because it's so easy to turn a program around. Dude, literally, like I said, you either got to be an inspiration or in motivator to the team, or you have to be a mastermind. Pick your side of, of who you are. Understand what that is. If you're a mastermind in the game, then you need guys who are motivators and inspiration to the players. If you're a motivator and you get to inspire players, then you need a guy who's your mastermind. Almost like that Josh McDaniels. Um, who's the – oh, God. Bill Belichick. And who's the head coach? Matt. Who's the head coach of the Lions? Uh, Patricia. 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 They all worked so well together because they all were different. They all had a job, but they all had the energy and the passion to want to win and succeed. You gotta want to have that. Adam Gase just does not have that. So I think anybody can turn that team around. 
Yeah, but if you're if you're a coordinator and you're picking and choosing what jobs you want, it's like, are you going to take the Falcons job or are you going to take the Jets job? Are you going to take the Texans job or are you going to take like at least like the other places you have pieces to work with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that is true. The way I look at it, though, is like if you made it to the NFL, you're good enough to play in this league. So therefore, we just have to make sure we're on the same page to get the job done. But yeah, there is more talent than others. I'm gonna pick Julio Jones over, uh, you know, just some random receiver on another team, of course. But um, it's just building your players up, building a team up. All right, and then week six will continue tomorrow night. We got two games tomorrow night, double header. So I feel like. We're getting more and more football every day, and I think the NFL is loving it. So back to last Sunday, we did talk about the Lakers, but we were a bit short on them winning the championship because they won literally 30 minutes after we recorded. So the Lakers won their 17th championship. They're the uh, most decorated franchise in the NBA when it comes to championships. LeBron gets his fourth ring on his third different team. Um, Anthony Davis has opted out and he's going to re-sign with the Lakers. Lakers were loving it. And um, JaVale McGee, Dwight Howard was really emotional. Who, who's the one that got the, Oh yeah, it was J.R. Smith. He, he hasn't put on a shirt yet. Caruso followed him in that. So Brandon, what are your thoughts about the Lakers winning the, another championship? First time in 10 years too for the Mamba. Um, I thought it was cool that they won. Uh, just because of everything that happened with Kobe Bryant, um, you know, playing in his honor, and they won it in his honor. I really didn't expect them to win, but the Clippers, as we saw, kind of shit the bed, and uh, nobody really expected that. But I think it's funny how J.R. Smith was the first one to grab the trophy and take his shirt off and start kissing the trophy before everybody else. Meanwhile, I don't think he even played how, – how many minutes did he play in the finals? Like three? <laughs> Probably like five minutes. Yeah, so one possession. J.R. Smith is always wherever LeBron is, and um, I I can't stand that guy. Hey, that works, man. I would do the same thing too. God, I can't stand that guy. He gets credit for just following LeBron around and not playing fucking basketball. (laughs) If it works, don't change it, right? Like, (laughs) that's what you would think. If it but works, not change it. Yeah, credit to the Lakers, though. I mean, this this had to be their year. All the pieces were in place for them to go make a championship run. Uh, if you would have hoped it would have been in the Staples Center in front of everybody. Imagine them winning a championship in um, the Staples Center in Los Angeles through the whole entire year of just the which of way that franchise has dealt with a lot especially with the passing of Kobe Bryant, you know. It would have been great to see that, but, hey, they still got a championship. It, this shouldn't be an asterisk at all. They really fought hard. This NBA playoffs was actually really great with a lot of close games, so um, credit to them. LeBron LeBron totally took the throne back as the best player in the NBA right now, in my opinion. He was pretty dominant, but, all, but I would say he didn't deserve the finals MVP. Anthony Davis should have because Anthony Davis was a – monster that whole entire finals i man this is gonna sound crazy but uh, i know the i know the heat lost but i think jimmy butler 
should have got MVP, even though he was on the losing oh, side. Oh, yeah, like, man. That, I, guy, that, guy, that guy just played his absolute heart out. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of NBA. Not like because I just not the biggest fan of basketball. But like I said, I always respect the athletes because they are freaks of nature and how athletic they are at their size. Um, but like Jimmy Butler, definitely one of my favorite, like probably my favorite NBA player as of right now. Because like you guys said, like I don't barely watch basketball, but I know for a fact that dude works his ass off because I've seen his workout videos and stuff. And dude, that guy. If you guys are saying that he should be the MVP, even though they lost, I'm going to definitely believe that because I know how hard that guy works. I mean, yeah, he played He played his, his ass off throughout those finals. I mean, he played 47 out of 48 minutes in one game. I think it was like game five. Um, it's crazy, man. He was limping off the post-game state or the post-game interview uh, podium. But I think if um, – I don't. I don't know. It was they. They made it such a close series towards the end, but they got blown out. Um, I, I think if he would have had his guys behind him at a bio, um, Dragic, I think they could have pushed the game seven and made it a little bit closer. But you know, all credit to the Lakers. I think it's special that they won uh, after everything that happened with Kobe Bryant. Yeah, so where do we go from here, you know, the future of both of these teams? It sounds like Anthony Davis is going to get a new contract with the Los Angeles Lakers, so you're going to have LeBron and AD to deal with again in, out west. And then in the east, are, are the Heat going to be able to come back, you know, with Milwaukee coming back with a little bit more motivation? You got Kevin Durant coming back now for the Brooklyn Nets, so he's going to be playing with Kyrie. You still got the um, 76ers with the new head coach. You got the Boston Celtics coming back again. I mean, there's a lot. Toronto, let's not forget about the Raptors, you know. So there's a lot of things in the way for the Miami Heat now. Can they be able to get back there again? Or are they missing a piece or two? Or what can they do? They could definitely add a few guys. Um, definitely add a few key pieces. They have shooters, maybe some more defenders. Some guys that could play really good defense. Um, but there's actually a lot of really good talent out in the East right now. It's it's really not just a Western-dominated league. It's there's <laughs> We saw it throughout the finals. The East is, is, is a damn dominant uh, conference with the mm -hmm. Celtics, the Raptors, um, and, and the Heat kind of surprising everybody. Um, but I think the Heat need a few, a few more defeat, uh, defensive guys. Uh, they could shoot the ball. I think they have no problem on offense. It's defense where they kind of struggle in rebounding. Yeah. Uh, like a Philly, tall guy down down low. Yeah, definitely. Um, Philly, they're, they're just a big, giant, huge question mark. Um, I think <laughs> they need to cut ties with Ben Simmons, use him as trade bait. Um, I think they need to build around Joel Embiid. I think he's the future of that franchise, not Simmons. Um, Simmons needs to go somewhere where they, where they need a rebounder or, or, or just an inside guy. Uh, I don't think Simmons really gels well with Embiid. So I think, um, I think Embiid should be the guy in Philly. And as yeah. far as Boston, Boston and the Nets, uh, we're going to see how well Kyrie and KD play together. Um, we know Kyrie's had some issues with leadership in Boston, which is why he wanted out. And I know mm -hmm. KD, I know KD likes to be heard. So we'll see how they gel. And I think Boston and Toronto will be just as good as they were uh, this season if they have their head coaches um, and, and a lot of their key pieces coming back.
Right. Yeah. I, I kind of excited to see it now because you got that Kevin Durant factor and he's, he's a 30 points per game machine, you know? So it's going to be interesting to see if he can gel well in Brooklyn and hopefully like the whole nest thing works out for them. Otherwise it might look like be one of the worst moves in uh, NBA history, like again for the Nets, because the whole Kevin Garnett and the Paul Pierce trade, you know, they don't want to do that again. So, um, yeah, I don't. I think the Lakers could totally repeat if they wanted to. They, they're gonna have to get shooters because Danny Green was nowhere to be found at all. But um, yeah, another shooter on that team. KCP had a good series. Like all the pieces went well for LA, but I'm not expecting it to be another cakewalk again. I'm not saying it was a cakewalk for them. I'm just saying a lot of things went their way. You know, the Clippers getting knocked out was a big help for them because I felt like the Clippers would have given them a tougher matchup than the Denver Nuggets would have. But, um, yeah, you, you got to see, like, you know, how would they matched up against Milwaukee or Boston or one of these other Eastern Conference teams? Yeah, I mean, I could talk for hours about how it's going to play out next season, but what would have happened if, like you said, if Paul George would have shown up? And mm-hmm. is he gonna is he gonna turn it up next season? Is he gonna be hungrier next season? I mean, he's got Kawhi in his hip, so we'll see what happens, man. I mean, they lost Doc Rivers though, so we're gonna see what happens with that coaching change. And guess what? Ty Lue is the man in charge. He knew what he was doing. Well, he was the assistant there, so <laughs> yeah. It was like, hey, just uh, just give me the team. <laughs> come on, I've done this co- before. Yeah, I've coached the Lakers, but I mean, you know, come on. He'll just sneak off to the Lakers locker room and be like, hey, LeBron. <laughs> LeBron, what's your game plan? Yeah. Hey, man, remember we're friends, right? <laughs> friends? I don't know you. <laughs> All right, some NHL news. Um, Joe Thornton is going to the Maple Leafs saying he wants to win a cup. I'm not sure he's going to do that with the Maple Leafs, but no. it's a start. But it's a long way to go for them. And then Alex Petrangelo is going to the Vegas Golden Knights. So that is a great addition because he is a stud. And he's a great leader and a great hockey player, great person. So adding any piece like that to the Vegas Knights is only going to help that team because that's already a strong team. We know that. So, I mean, that's a huge addition. Like, congratulations to you, uh to you, Golden Petrangelo. Vegas. Yeah, Alex Petrangelo. Pretend, guy can't say last name tonight. Variables. <laughs> what, what else did we screw up? Ben Rothersburgs. And now uh, Alex Petrangelo. Petrangelo. Yeah. Congratulations to him and that Vegas Golden Knights team. Great addition. Now, Joe Thornton, dude, he's just there for the leadership part. And I mean, it's proven that a lot of these guys, they can still skate into their 40s. I mean, look at Yamir Yager and uh, Dano Chara, especially for a big body dude. He still moves like very well. But to win a cup with the Maple Leaves is not really in. It's not really a thing right now with all the other talent in the league. I mean, out of all the professional sports, I think right now the NHL is the toughest league to play in. Because they're a lot of very well balanced team. I mean, I could roll off the list right now between the Flyers, the Blues. I mean, there's so many good teams in the league. So, and the Maple Leafs are a good team too, but they're not good enough to be able to win a Stanley Cup. I mean, it's very difficult to win a Stanley Cup. 
you know how physical that that hockey gets, and especially throughout all those three series. Body's getting banged up. He's older, so that would definitely be much harder for him to bring his team to a cup getting banged up at his age. So uh, don't really have much to say on that besides I just don't think that they're going to win a cup with him. All right, and then on the MLB side, we have the Tampa Bay Rays going to the World Series. They were up 3-0 in that series, but then Houston won three straight games to force a Game 7, and then they, the Tampa Bay Rays got it done in Game 7, so they will advance to the World Series for the first time since 2008. They won 2-4. Um, good, good story for the Rays. They're the team of destiny right now. And then we have the Dodgers and the Braves going to a game seven tonight. We won't know the result of that one, but um, the Dodgers came storming right back when the Braves had a three to one lead on that series. So we're going to have some good World Series. The World Series is going to be in Arlington at the uh, Texas Rangers. They did have fans there, so they're allowing fans into this little bubble World Series. So it's good for uh, baseball. It's been really exciting baseball, too. I Saw like the first inning, the Dodgers set a new rec, uh, baseball record with, I think, 11 runs in the very first inning up, up to bat. So, um, good stuff for baseball. I don't know if you guys have been watching any of it, but we have we two game Do- sevens. Dodgers tonight. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Yeah, it's been good, man. It's been It's been really interesting to watch. No blowouts. Everything's been close. Well, um, one blowout. All right. All right. Kill me. Jeez, no. I didn't watch everything. <laughs> Damn it, Brandon. You're supposed to get it. No, I'm kidding. Oh, God. All right, fine. I'm fired. All right, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but, yeah, I- I'll be watching the World Series, though. I think it will be sometime throughout the whole week this week. I think it will wrap up by the time next time we record. Oh, it it sure. just feels like it just feels like a s- Everyone forgot that baseball was still playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NFL started picking in full swing here and then picking up full swing, and so did uh, college football with the teams. Pac-12, Big Ten coming back. So I, I could see that. But uh, I just don't think the MLB does a good job of marking their players and doing a lot of that stuff. We talked about this before. Um, that could have something to do, do with it as well. But... Yeah, so we're probably going to wind up seeing the Dodgers and Rays, in my opinion. I hope so. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if the Braves won tonight because they have a really good team. Who's on the mound? Is it Kershaw? No, it's um, this May guy, Dustin May, against Anderson. So who knows? All right, and then on the college football gridiron, we saw Bama absolutely roll Georgia. Well, I wouldn't say they rolled Georgia, but it was more of a second-half performance of them beating Georgia. That's that's Alabama football. And then we had a crazy Florida State game where they upset number five UNC. Crazy how UNC was number five in the nation. I couldn't believe that. I had to look twice when I saw it. I was like, UNC's really ranked number number five. Yeah, it was it was crazy. And then also we had South Carolina beat um, Auburn for the first time since 1933. We called that. We, we did that call that. Happen. I loved it. Dude, the Gamecocks, I don't know why people sleep on them. They weren't even ranked. They're going in one, one, uh, one to two, uh, one and two. 
Bo Nix is the team of that Auburn team. Like they they solely rely on him pretty much to produce, and he just could not do it. And then Carolina Gamecocks took advantage. And the thing with the Gamecocks team is they have the energy. And I talk about this a lot from a coaching point of view: is you have to have the energy, and it's just contagious throughout the team. It's it's all about leadership. You see one guy all up and crazy, the rest are going to follow. It's just the way it is. And if you don't, then usually there's tension between teams and then people don't get along and then therefore you don't want to win and then the problem starts. So the the uh, Carolina Gamecocks, man, they showed up and they won that game. Yeah, they sure did. And it's a good thing because it's been – Whole, I don't know how many years over almost like 90 years since they beat Auburn. Mm-hmm. So that's that. When I heard that stat, I was like, Are you kidding? Coastal Carolina beat Louisiana, too. We said that. Yep. Alabama won by more than two touchdowns. So good for Nick them. Saban coaching, too. Yep. Tested negative <laughs> three times in a row. The uh, did you guys watch the Memphis? Um, UCF game. I heard heard that that was like fireworks. It it really was, dude. It was back and forth the whole game. It was a really good game. That's the that's I watched that in the Florida State and North Carolina game primarily. I can't believe North Carolina lost. Florida State (laughs) got destroyed. Bad. But they came back too. I was watching. I was watching that game with a bunch of former Seminoles, like Seminole alumni. And, like, I was the one I was like, don't count out North Carolina. Here they come. Just being that guy, you know. <laughs> but this quarterback, Jordan Travis, is just, like, so average. <laughs> he went eight for 19 and threw on 200 yards. Yeah. <laughs> the Sam Howell kid just did so much better at, like, 374 yards, three touchdowns. They still lost. I just don't understand. I had Sam but, Howell on my fantasy team. I know. Yeah, cool right. Look, I don't care about this game. Until Big Ten <laughs> Pac-12 comes back, don't care. Next I week? Was, yeah, I was week. really happy that the, Sarah, the Carolina Gamecocks beat Auburn, honestly. And I'm pissed that Boston College did not take down Virginia Tech. That wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah, they got blown out. Yeah. Kentucky beat Tennessee, man. Tennessee just could not bounce back after Tennessee that. Tennessee stinks, um, man. Dude, they don't two, two pick sixes in three minutes. They just couldn't bounce back from Georgia. It was just too much. Well, Aaron Rodgers had two picks in about three minutes today. Yeah, and it it's the so first bad. turnovers that it, it was the first turnover of the season for the Packers. So Notre Dame is four, ranked number four, but they only won twelve to seven. Yeah, how how crazy would it have been if they lost to Louisville? Louisville looked good, uh, dude. Yeah, they, they did. They looked like defensively pretty good, but yeah, yeah, not it, offensively. I mean, they held fucking Notre Dame pretty damn good. But Notre Dame was just like not good yesterday either. They didn't produce shit. Yeah, I feel like when they play Clemson, they're gonna get schooled. That Clemson, Clemson's that, gonna. God, that Clemson game! Oh my god, <laughs> seventy-three to seven. Jesus. They put the punter in to throw the ball, I think, at one point. They put the punter in at quarterback. They should have just got... put a defensive lineman in at quarterback after that. They should No, because then the D-line – this is what happens, though. The D-lineman will just hype up, and you would never stop hearing about it all year. 
Like, that's what happens, man. <laughs> Once the big guy gets a snap or two at quarterback, they're going to be like, look, coach, put me in, man. We got to do packages now and like come into the offices and be like, hey, I think we can do this on the goal line. Yeah. You know, they uh, become coach, they become the coordinator. Coaches off <laughs> coaches office hours. The guy gets one snap and like, they're constantly asking every week to be put in. They're going to bench Trevor yep. Lawrence. <laughs> that's how it works, dude. Trevor Lawrence on sideline, helmet off, got hands between like the chest, you know, like where they hold it by the neck <laughs> yeah. with the earpiece in. You know what I'm talking about? Where they hold like yep. their hands. Got like, the right, headset yeah, on. Headset, Just yeah. listening to the quarterback coach. Exactly. Exactly. That's a legit thing, though. I think the D linemen are the ones that get hyped up the most to be a quarterback. And once you do that, there's no going back. Yeah. <laughs> really is it. Like, Ezra was pick- the same way on my team. Like this guy named Ezra, he always wanted the ball. Like here we go, dude. Like Jordan Williams, defensive tackle, six four, three ten. Like put him in. Run draw. Well, yeah, dude. If he could throw the ball and like just break tackles, yeah, dude, put him in. When I was playing JV in high school. Like my freshman year, I think it was. Oh, senior we, we, year? You're playing JV? JV oh, senior yeah. year. Got recruited from <laughs> got, got recruited got, from JV. Guy was playing freshman senior year, but then <laughs> freshman year he was playing varsity. That's how bad he sucked. He went down over, <laughs> over four down. years. He went down. <laughs> he started varsity and went down throughout the ranks. <laughs> guy was like Jim Cutler in high school. Yeah. yeah. And Adam Gase. All combined in one. <laughs> Yo, so Eddie got cut. Yeah, man, because we, we can't carry four quarterbacks on the roster. Man, dude, because so Drew Luck is back. In, I had so much faith in that guy. Keep taking a snap or two. Drew Luck? No, Blake Wait, Bortles. Who? Oh, Blake Bortles. Yeah, he's gone. Probably going to dress... the 49ers now. Yeah, probably. I mean, how deplete he... is that team? He's in the wrong job. That guy needs to go work on a construction site. He probably he, will. He he literally said that if he did not, if he was not an NFL quarterback, he'd be like smoking a bogey on a construction site, like work and like trailer boots. He, it was a video on like YouTube. I'm pretty sure. He's entertaining though. He is. He's the boat. The boat always makes uh, the whole world move. But let's talk about another move because we kind of speculated on weekly drive and then it happened the day it uploaded is uh, Le'Veon Bell going to the Chiefs. Now, Jets cut him. They're they're owing him $6 million. He signs a vet minimum deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Looks like he's going to be title chasing. There was reports of him possibly going to Miami. You know, the link there was that he has a home in Miami and Miami was interested and they would have paid the most money. But he's going to go ring chase and try to win with this Kansas City Chiefs. So what do you guys think of that move? I mean, it's just another great addition to a great team. I personally think he would have been a best fit for Buffalo. They had all the pieces besides the running back. But, hey, man, he's going. He's a good player. He deserves to be on a good team. So good for him. I mean, it makes sense for him and all, you know, for all the right reasons. You know, they're a good team. He's going to fit into that offense um, with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I'm glad he didn't go to Miami, though. I'm sorry, but Miles Gaskin is my fantasy running back right now, and I'm heavily relying on him to take the workload over in Miami. 
Dolphins always bring some decent running backs, so he he looks good. He looks yeah. good. But um, I think Le'Veon. I mean, it's 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 the right move. Why not? I mean, you get cut from a shitty team. Now you're with a good team that has a chance to contend for another Super Bowl. Man. Yo, can can you imagine Le'Veon Bell to the Giants? They cut Saquon Barkley. That would like be the, t- uh, the future. I would future. I would stop following the Giants. I'd burn all their jerseys. I, I don't <laughs> like if they cut Saquon. Can you I'm, ima- I'm done. Can you imagine they cut? Saquon Barkley because of his injury, and they they signed Frank Gore. They take Frank Gore from the Jets, move him, and they give him number twenty six, no less. <laughs> oh my god! Honestly, though, they That's could pretty, sign Frank Gore. Move. That's pretty damn funny. They got Devontae Freeman, dude. What the hell do they want with Frank Gore? <laughs> well, I'm saying for like next year, Frank Gore wants to keep playing. Put in the number two back <laughs> behind Saquon. I think Frank Gore just needs to go to teams that need a running back that don't have any running back. Exactly. He's just older. It's not like he's a bad player. He he's clearly successful in his career, but he's getting older. I mean, just genetic, just uh, with age, start to slow down. Dude, you know for a fact Frank Gore's going to be playing on the same team that as his son in like the NFL one day. <laughs> Probably. Like that dude is not going to retire, and then his son has been killing it in college, from what it seems like. So, like, it's mind blowing to me. We're gonna have Frank Gore Jr. and Frank Gore Senior on one squad. It's mind blowing <laughs> to me that he's in the NFL still because he's a running back. If if he played any other position, I'd be like, okay, I, I get it. But he is a he's not back. bad either. He's still he's like not. pounding away. Yeah, he's not. I like it. Think? I like seeing that. What do you guys think about Baker Mayfield being pulled? I think that was more of like a goalie situation as well. Mm-hmm. Just like a one-time not, thing? Yeah, just like, all right, this kid's not having a good day at the office. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get him out of there before he gets creamed by um, TJ Watt and uh, that, Dupree and shit. That defense, though, just came after him all day. I mean, that Pittsburgh defense is great, just, dude. They're great. They're great all around the whole field. I'm the line, the sec- secondary. Mika Fitzpatrick, how about it, though? How Moving from Miami. Miami. How about her? How about her? Uh, how about her, bud? How about her, bud? Oh, yeah. Everyone was like, oh, he doesn't want to play football. And then he gets to Pittsburgh, and he's just been like a defensive pick, player of the year candidate. Pick six today. Yeah. He's a great addition. I would have totally traded a um a first-round pick for him. Who is the backup Browns quarterback? Case Keenum. Really? Mm-hmm. The journeyman. Uh-oh, someone got an ESPN alert. I did. I'm beating the hell out of the guy I'm facing in uh, fantasy. Ronald oh. Jones put through for me today. I think I'm going on a losing streak in fantasy. All my best players are hurt. Oh, no. Yep. Started for Start working the waiver wire. Either, dude, I can't. Either is that, it's, a, it's too deep of a league. There's nobody. Oh, yeah. I'd have to make trades. How about this Chase Claypool dude? Scrub. <laughs> nah, he's he's Tom he's, Brady scrub. He's really freaking good, man. He's really good. I think that's Big Ben's new favorite target. 
they they even put him in the run game with the sweeps and stuff too and he's just like the size is another thing too he can go up for jump balls he's very fast and elusive i remember watching him at Notre dame and i was like man this guy's gonna be really good in the nfl and then he goes right to pittsburgh at as like a second or third round pick and he's just been balling out even juju smith schuster's kind of on a back burner right now he only had like two catches today yeah i feel like that kind of started last season He's still a good player, but, you know, Pittsburgh I, just. I just want to say one thing as far as NFL running backs go. I think over the years it's proven that if you can find a running back that is at least 6'3", like the Derrick Henry type kind of guy, like draft a guy like that. Because it's been proven between like Derrick Henry and Brandon Jacobs for the Giants that if you're either really, really big, like a Saquon or Zeke Elliott, you're going to have success. Or if you're really tall and big, you're going to have success. I really haven't seen many, like, smaller running backs. And I'm not saying um, that there aren't good running backs who are smaller. But it's just the position. They just cannot stop. These teams cannot stop Derrick Henry. And he's so large. I mean, Brandon Jacobs had great success, too, as a huge running back. How about I, that stiff arm against Josh Norman, though, on Tuesday? He just tossed him. He tossed he's, him. He's, he's stiff arm him into another dimension. Like, what do you think about that? Like, do you think that's wrong of saying that, that the bigger running backs, like big, big running backs have success in the league? Well, I have a theory that goes behind that. Because, like, the defenses are getting smaller because the NFL is so pass-heavy now. So, like, everyone's just relying on speed and speed on the defensive side. So, you're seeing, like, the linebacker position kind of diminish a bit. Mm -hmm. And then I think now that, like, some of these offenses, like the smart organizations, are just going to draft big, powerful running backs that can run. And they're just going to gouge defenses through the run game and i think you're seeing it with tennessee right now i think within yeah, five years shows. it's going to revert back to that um run heavy style offense we were used to back in the early 2000s and the 90s i mean even secondaries on teams are getting smaller they just yeah. look like linebackers are only guys. like 220 now and you're yeah, like that's wow scary. that's they should be at least like 240 i mean look at the brian or aj hawk you know, those Ray Lewis, those Terrell Suggs, those. The Eagles don't even have linebackers. That's the thing. Like, going to be able to run heavy on these, like, smaller defenses. Yeah, it's uh, these are things that we really don't even realize now that we speak of it. I don't even really think about this until I actually talk Because, about look, look at how the pass game came into the NFL because all these defenses were, like, huge guys to stop the run, and then they were kind of slow on the back end in the secondary, so that kind of opened up the pass game a little bit, more fireworks and stuff. And then now I feel like the new it's a reversing cycle. It's a revolving cycle. It's mm -hmm. just going to go right back to the ground and within five or 10 years and through the next decade, there might be more running backs, but now you're going to see um, like the Derrick Henry's of the world. You're going to see a lot more Derrick Henry's. I hope so. Cause I, I think that is, I mean, we're so used to the whole 
kind of thing that running backs are, you know, 5'10", 5'11", 6 feet, kind-ish, 200, 210 Which pounds, is good to have those guys, though, that can catch out of the backfield. But still, like, you well, have that ground-and-pound guy, it's it's a mismatch. It's tough to catch the guys who are smaller. That's true. But we're just, I mean, just, you're looking from, with you're looking with your own two eyes the truth right now of what Derrick Henry's done and what he is doing. And also going back to Brandon Jacobs, the success he's had with the Giants is the bigger guys seem to be winning. I mean, why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you draft a guy who is, you know, a bigger running back? And another thing is like Jonathan Taylor, too. You talked about him. He's not the biggest dude at all. He's like six feet, like normal running back. But you say, you're saying also him, like they're not utilizing him, right? Right? Yeah, they're not. I mean, that's. Dude, that's crazy to me too, because he was an absolute stud in Wisconsin. Indianapolis is pretty much the same as like those Wisconsin teams. Great offensive line, good weapons, mm-hmm. okay quarterback, great running back. I don't get it, but all right. Anything else, Brand? Do you have thoughts on that or no? No, I'll uh, I'll probably. You see the trend though. Back. Like, isn't that crazy? Like theory, you know, or is it? You know, we're blowing it out of proportion a little bit. No, no, I think it makes a. Uh, I think it. I think it makes a lot of sense, man. I mean, shit. I think every running back wishes they were built and had the speed like Derrick Henry. I That's mean, the guy thing. is just the only way to tackle this man is if you grab him by the legs. I mean, if you go high, you're just and good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. Um. The speed, though, that's that's lethal. Like his size and speed, you usually don't he's, see that. He's your he's your absolute dream for down running back. Uh, I I could say I, I could put Christian McCaffrey in there with him and Saquon and Zeke. I feel like I mean they're not as big as Derrick Henry, but I mean they're they're four down, powerful, fast running back. Christian McCaffrey is the man, dude. I mean, he's, Zeke is going to get you yards. Zeke is never going to lose yards. He's always going to get you yards. So you always rely on him. But Christian McCaffrey is just a different type of athleticism, man. He's like he's like just an animal. He's just completely different. He can catch. He can jump over people. He can get absolutely plowed by three defense alignment at the same time and still get up and do it again. It's the robust, like how robust he is. I mean, clearly he's hurt now, obviously. I mean, it hurt. It happens. But And even Saquon, just great lateral speed, good hands, good heart, like heart for the game. There's decent – there are good running backs in the game. I'll have to say that. Saquon just needs a freaking line to run behind. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel Jones needs a line to throw behind. They should just revert back to the triple option at this point if Daniel Jones is going to be the leading runner on that team. They could, just, but their play calling... Just go old so, wishbone. Yeah, I, Dude. Mean, I wish their play calling was a little more... Giants, diverse, but it's so blah. Giants and Jets should just combine for this season and just say, let's do this together, guys. Stop it. No, stop because, it. Stop, no, it. stop <laughs> it. Stop it. The Giants want to... We need... We need more people to support us here because we're struggling. I mean, good for the Giants. even if they combine, even if they combined, they probably went four games alone. Yeah. Leave the Giants <laughs> more alone. rotations. We don't talk about the Giants until they lose another game. <laughs> All right, deal. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I'll have more to say on Tuesday. 
All right, cool. It's going to be a great Tuesday. Yeah, with a doubleheader tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Two oh, my upset. Bills. Two, two 100% completion. You're going to have this guy, Bobby, on the Dolphins train and talking trash about the Bills-Chiefs game, too. Like, fresh. Like, Well, fresh just game. wait until the Bills beat them because that's my upset pick for tomorrow. I really hope they do. I think they will. I really think they will after losing their last game. It's going to be like 50 to 49. It's going to be shootouts galore in that game, dude. Both defenses are suspect. I think they'll, I think those, I think it'll be one of these uh, Texans Titans game type of overtime, Mm -hmm. possibly 36, 42, you know, 38. I'm betting the over. What's the, what's the, um, I think it's 57. Last time I checked, fifty-seven. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You, dude, bet the over. I'd bet the over. I definitely. Th- I mean, Patrick Mahomes is nonstop. Yeah, and the Bills' defense has just not looked good at all this year. They they were like scrappy for like some quarters, but they just can never have a fully completed game. All right. Cool. Anything else? Good show. NASCAR Cup Series. Is that still going on? When's that over? Yeah, boy, it's still going on. It ends in November. Jeez, you don't watch NASCAR anymore. I feel like it never ends with NASCAR. See, it's like still is the it... same season, even though like the two drivers have been winning every race. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Harvick second place. But anyways, am I allowed to go yet or no? Yeah, boogity, boogity, right. go, go, go. Cool. NASCAR Cup Series at Kansas Speedway. 267 laps, 1.5 miles track length, trial shape. Our first place winner today, the 22 cat, Joey Logano, followed by, obviously, your number four car, Kevin Harvick. Alex Bowman at the third place, number 88. Surprising to see that. Brad Keselowski, fourth place, and Kyle Busch, fifth. Moving over to the standings because we are in playoffs Kevin Harvick sitting in first place. The dude's won almost every single race this season, it seems like, with 4,115 points. Second place, we got Denny Hamlin, another guy who constantly wins at 4,094. And then third place, actually a little surprising um, that we don't have Kyle Busch up there or Chase Elliott or uh, Mark Trish Jr., but Brad Keselowski at 4,082 points. So next race. We will be at Texas, October 25th. Defending champ is Kevin Harvick once again. Fort Worth, Texas. Texas Motor Speedway. Texas. I always make a mistake. Every single NASCAR, I make a mistake. Texas Motor Speedway, 3 p.m. Sunday, October 25th. Catch it. You make the mistake because you got to clear the exhaust fumes out of your throat. Exactly. I spent way too much time at the track. Dude, I I, I want to ask one thing. Doesn't it seem like the Seahawks and the Niners are always on Sunday Night Football? Hold on one second. I just went through all that NASCAR, and you completely redirected and went straight back to the NFL. Yeah, because you, you didn't can. have anything to say about NASCAR. Nothing. No, I don't. <laughs> well, I don't have anything to say about the NFL. All right, fine. Brandon, what? 
<laughs> no, you are right. <laughs> you are right, though. It is on. Seahawks are always right. Like it's game. always Seahawks and the 49ers every single Sunday night game. It's well, favorite. It's favorite Seahawks. Favoritism. I thought we'd see the Broncos on night games a lot, though, like primetime games. One Packers, game. Packers, too. Packers. Every week, the Packers are on primetime. Well, they deserve And the Saints, too. Saint Saints always get primetime games. Whatever. When was the last time the Lions and Browns had primetime? Uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's, not about even That's about it. That's it. That's all I deserve. All right, fellas. Good show. Yeah, good Great job, job, boys. Nice job. All right. If you want to do... Daily Fantasy Football, head over to Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on the likelihood to occur. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Bet on your favorite players or players you think will have an exceptional game from the top leagues of the NFL and the MLB. Rack up more uh, the most points to win the share of his prize pools. They have weekly prize pools for every single NFL week, so go ahead and do that. Download the app or visit thrivefantasy.com or go to the bottom of our web- website at benchbrosports.com for the link. Use promo code BENCHBROS and receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. That's promo code BENCHBROS to receive a $20 bonus on your first uh, deposit of $20 or more. So best of luck and have fun there. And also, attention all athletes, if you're looking to get some recognition in your athletic career, go to our website and check out Elite Junior Profiles. It's a platform where you can make an athletic profile for coaches searching for talent. doesn't matter what sport you play, Elite Junior Profiles is here to help you get to the next level. Maybe you go from varsity down to freshman. Who knows? (laughs) In that case, that is not for you. Varsity to freshman. Your highlight film will be amazing, though. Just schooling on like tiny freshmen as a senior. Hey, man, I embrace that. Embrace it. All right, right, well, guys, guys, that's that's all the time we have for today. We thank you for joining us. If you have any comments about the NFL, give us a comment down below. Let us know what you think about the Lakers and the MLB. So go ahead, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Bench Bros Sports, follow us on Instagram at Original Bench Bros, and follow our website, BenchBrosports.com. We keep you up to date on every headline throughout the week on those pages. We are also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other media services. So again, thank you for listening. Guys, adios, sir. Adios. Later. All right, that was Brandon. Adios. Come on. Anthony, what? You gotta say adios, do. Oh, adios, do. All right, there we go. That was Brandon. That was Anthony. I'm Wes. We'll see you next time on Bench Bros. Be out. (laughs) 